It's the Astros and Red Sox doing battle Friday night at Fenway Park. Boston's magic number to clinch the AL East is down to one. But don't tell that to Alex Bregman facing Doug Fister here in the third. Fister checks the runner at second base, kicks the one-two pitch, is hit on the ground to right field, a base hit. Mookie comes up throwing. Fisher coming around third. Sandy unable to make the tag, and Fisher scores. It's 1-0 Houston. Wagwan is hit deep to left by Bregman, and this ball is into the monster seats and back on the field. His second home run of this series. He's 3-for-3, three three, a double, a single, and a two-run homer, and it's 3-0 Houston. The pitch. Ground ball bounce right side. This will get a run home. So the tying run to third. Altuve flips the first for the out. Uh, that was good hitting by Petey there because as here comes A.J. Hinch out of the dugout. That may do it for Morton. Petey almost threw his bat at that ball and poked it to the right side, sacrificing himself as it were, although he gets charged with the time at bat, to drive home a run and get Bogarts the tying run to third as Davis scores. Here's the set and the pitch. And he swings, grounds one toward the middle, but right there is Correa underhand flip to Altuve for the out. And Hanley continues to struggle with men in scoring position and two out. The pitch, swing, ground ball to the second baseman. Altuve has it, throws the first in time, and the Astros win it. The Red Sox magic number remains at one. The Astros reach the century mark with a 3-2 win as the Red Sox fail to clinch the AL East. Their magic number remains at one. Houston wins their 100th game for just the second time in franchise history. The Astros remain one game back of the Indians with two games remaining in the race for home field advantage throughout the American League playoffs. Here's Red Sox skipper John Farrell after a Friday night's loss. Yeah, the, the key to this one is a two-out or lack of a two-out base hit. A uh, couple of opportunities Strand a man at, you know, at third base. Uh, Strand a man again in the ninth in scoring position. Uh, Hanley's got a, you know, a, a big opportunity uh, when we, we cut into the lead a little bit more. Uh, and then with the bases loaded, you know, Davinsky makes a, you know, a pitch to, to induce a ground ball out. But I thought, uh, you know, with the opportunities that we did create, uh, again, it was, it was the two-out base hit. But uh, Doug Fister tonight did uh, what we had hoped he could do, uh, and that was to keep the game under control to the middle innings set it up to where we would follow with the guys that came out of the bullpen. So, um, you know, on a night where one pitch is going to make a difference, Bregman's the difference in this one tonight. Uh, you know, a couple of fastballs that got close to him that he was able to turn on, the double in the first, the two-run homer a little bit later on. Uh, Well-played game all the way around. John Pomerantz tomorrow? Or? Yes. Yeah, Drew's going tomorrow. Is there, um, in terms of your bullpen, is um, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I would have to check with David tomorrow. Uh, but uh, felt like where we were getting a little momentum, it was time to go to him tonight. Uh, but after 24 pitches and in, uh, inning in two thirds tonight, we'll see where he's at tomorrow. You guys are obviously in very good shape going into this homestand. How much is this starting to uh, you know, become an issue now that you're not able to kind of put it away? At this point? Well, uh, I think the the obvious thing is uh, is to go out and, and put together a solid game uh, and and win. Uh, our, our destiny is controlled by us, particularly as it relates to the final two days in the division. Uh, we've got to go out and win a game. How do you feel about Brock's decision to go? I thought a very good good read on the dirt ball. Uh, Santana, we know, has got a, a very good throwing arm. Uh, but on a night where we're, we're scuffling to get even men in scoring position, I thought it was that's what he's trained to do. 
uh, and there was no hesitation on his part. I thought he got a great jump and a great read. Uh, and it's a bang-bang play that we, we challenge. Uh, and you know what? It's, it's an inch away from being an advancement of 90 feet. So uh, that is something that is drilled from the first day of spring training. So I, I have no issue with him off on, on the read that he got. Just a quick the, the switch to Leon. Uh, just familiarity with uh, and the recent uh, combination that he and uh, uh, Doug had been uh, you know, going through pretty much all, all but one or two starts uh, and wanted to preserve that. You worry about the team getting tight or feeling too much pressure to kind of close this thing out? The way no, I don't, uh, because there's good energy in the dugout. There, there's, uh, I, I think, a loose conversation that goes on in the clubhouse, goes on in the dugout during the game. So, no, we're, we're, we just go out and play the game of baseball that uh, we're not only capable of, but the style and the brand of baseball that we play, and that is to be aggressive. Uh, and that is to, to lead the way from the mound. This series continues Saturday in Boston. Lance McCullers Jr. on the mound for the Astros against Drew Pomeranz for the Red Sox.